What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Early Apex. I'm Rob here with Dylan, and today we're talking about the best looking cars of the last 10 years. I think a lot of people are like upset with how cars look now, or whenever they talk about the best looking ones, we're talking 20, 30, 40 years ago. You know, people talking about F50s or Jaguar E types or, you know, FDs. Mustang fastbacks. Yeah. FD, yeah, FDs, a great example. You know, yep. E30, M3s. You know, people love those shapes, but we want to talk about the shapes from the last 10 years that anyone can go get. Well, not exactly anyone can go get. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't think any of my picks are like that. Not but at all. I think the shapes, shapes of the last 10 years that we love. Yes. Yes, I think that I think what you just hit on is what I kind of stumbled across where there were a lot of attainable shapes uh, that you liked a lot. And I, th I think that might be kind of what's going on, kind of the undercurrent about this. And, and shout out to a really good friend of mine, Matt. He came to me with this idea on this topic. Um, so thanks, Matt, for, for doing that. But yeah, I think this conversation is always laced with a lot of nostalgia, right? Everyone's always like, oh, my gosh. You know, the, the FD, best car of, you know, best tuner car of, like, the 90s in terms of looks, um, inspired the, the C5 Corvette, and yada, yada. So you have a lot of this, like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. nostalgia uh, in this Every, conversation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone's just, like, comparing the new to the old and, yeah. and, and lusting for the old. Yeah. Now, there's also been some reasoning as to why cars look the way they do with regulations, Right. There's a lot of yeah. like pedestrian impact, like in, in terms of like a certain height that he needs to be in accordance. So there's just like, oh, yeah, a lot yeah. of like I could talk. Yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll <laughs> I could talk about that stuff all day and I'm sure I will another time. But yeah, there's a lot of reasons why cars look different now than they used to. I think yeah. the easiest one to talk about is just like that high belt line. Yeah. You know how much glass you get these days and, mm -hmm. and you just. The belt lines have been going up and up and up and up, yeah. you know, yeah, like grandpa. Um, and by belt belt line, you're talking about like the the front end of the car, the height of the front end of the car. I'm talking about um, how low the windows go. How low so the windows go? When okay, you're sitting yeah, yeah, in the yeah. car. How high is the windowsill next to you? Got it. And it, it used to be much lower, mm -hmm. and now it's so high. You know, everyone's like arms hurt putting their arm out the window. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, because it's like above your shoulder. If you have like your seat all the way. Yeah. Down. Oh, if you have a modern Camaro, you're like in a submarine. <laughs> you're in a jail cell. You yeah. can't see out of the thing. <laughs> it's a depressing situation. I, yeah, that was the first thing I noticed when I sat in that that modern Camaro, not being able to see absolutely anything out of yeah, it. Yeah. No. If you're not looking directly <laughs> in the same plane mm -hmm. that you're on, you're 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 sol. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Another area of the car that. Someone who might not be as like cued into this conversation would be like the A pillar. You know that A pillar has just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. To the point yeah. where I wouldn't say it obstructs your vision all the time, but you do kind of have to look around it now in, more, in modern cars. Like you, you drive. <laughs> I'm sure Rob, it's the same thing for you. When you drive this old NA Miata, you know the. The door, even with my my seat all the way down being the fun size that I am, yeah, my door really <laughs> low. You know, there's barely a toothpick of an A pillar. Like you're, you've got this huge greenhouse. You can see everything, and yeah, the, the regulations yeah. really prevent that. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's that's part of the undercurrent going on here. So 
let's go one for one. And I kind of put mine in a specific order. Um, okay. Okay. And I, I'm going to actually start with like a shout out kind of like it did. It's not, didn't make my official top three, but one that like <laughs> came to mind, but I had a couple other cars win out. And I think it's because possibly with you, I end up going with like really expensive cars. So maybe I, I'm, I'm going to use this as like the budget. <laughs> I was, I was having, yeah, I was having trouble not picking all the most expensive yeah. cars. So, okay. Yeah. All right. You go. So you go. I'll, I'm dying to hear this. And I'm going to combine two and it's just continuing my love of this company, which is just becoming more and more obvious to even me throughout these exercises. Just, <laughs> just realizing this. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was just going to do one, but I'm going to do two because yeah, it's it's these cars are a little bit more attainable. I um, mean, it's almost like three in one. So, um, I was going to say the GT five hundred, the Shelby GT five hundred. Uh, from like 2018 from Ford of course okay and there's also the 350 the cars looked very like very similar um yeah I've driven the 350 this is the flat plane crank uh Mustang uh amazing sounding engine I love the look of this car I think the spoiler is really cool uh in the for the GT500 they had optional carbon wheels which is really cool and I think it it captures some retro while also being super modern. I just think the, the look of the whole car, the front end, how aggressive it is. Yeah. I love the look of this car. I, yeah. I love the look of this car. Um, and, and it's kind of two in one in that the GT500 and the, the GT350, they look very, very similar. And yeah. you can even yeah. make like the 350 look like the 500 um in terms of like the the arrow that's on it and the side skirts and that sort of thing there's subtle differences between the two but overall I, they're I, essentially I, the same i definitely agree i mean it, it's a really good car looking car i think the best that the s550 has ever been yeah. and i think probably will ever be now that we're on the horizon for the next gen mustang yeah. but um yeah i think i think the gt350 over the 500 but i i do yeah. It is the perfect execution of that car mm-hmm. OEM spec. Yeah, it's for just sure. so good. And then, and because I, I wanted to come up with one other car, because the rest of mine are so un, absolutely <laughs> unrealistic um, that I want to yeah show that there is there are these like less expensive, more you know good looking cars. I kind of take it for granted now, um, but I, I really think the Focus RS is a great looking car. I totally agree. For what totally agree. That's my favorite looking hatch that yeah. we've had in America yeah. for the last ten years. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 so squat mm-hmm. and it's aggressive looking. Yep. And they didn't sacrifice like any hatch space. Yep. You know, it still has like a good you know flat back yeah. to it. No, it's a that's a great looking hatch. And it's that's similar, like how a hatch should look. Yeah, and it's a similar era. Like this era of Ford, I think might go down as like some of the best looking Fords coming out. Cause th- those two cars are very similar. Um, when they were new in their era, what we're talking like late 20, uh, 20 teens. Yeah. Um, you also had the Fiesta, not a great looking car proportions, are a little wonky, but a great car to drive. Nonetheless, the, uh, focus ST again, like not a great looking car. The RS is so much better looking, but like just a great 
time of Ford. Um, and yeah, their, their cars looked really good too. So yeah, I honestly, in my personal opinion, I don't care for the ST, mm-hmm. but the RS, like they, yeah. they changed so much on, it. I, they I did. love it. They did. And then, and then the, the ST did get a facelift to follow some of the similar things they did with, especially like the front end and the headlights of the RS, but mm. it just never was close in terms of how it looked in my opinion. Um, yeah, when that car came out, I was all about it. I still really like it, but yeah, that was that was definitely... So those are some like honorable mentions <laughs> for me. I'm not trying to put you on the spot okay. to, to okay. ask you, but do you have any that like didn't make your your top three that you were thinking about? Um, and it's okay if not. I know I'm kind of... Yeah, yeah, on the spot. yeah. I think for me, um, I think the Lotus Emira mm. was was close. I, I love the Emira. Uh, I think it's a good-looking car, but it does have some... Stuff on okay. it that still I, I it don't right love. Now. I think the hood, that kind of triangle thing they do on the hood. Yep. Um, that the is bonnet. It. I don't know. Something about it kind of throws off the lines for me. It is a beautiful car at an attainable yeah. price, and I think something above and beyond a Porsche. Like yeah. I also love the shape of a Cayman, mm-hmm. but I think it also is too cute to be beautiful and mm-hmm. not not exotic whereas the mirror looks exotic so that that was that was on my honorable this mentions is screaming ferrari to me yes yeah and i'm yeah, trying yeah. to remember which which ferrari um probably a 488 488 i would yeah, guess yeah it's got a very similar i'm looking at it right now um that people like, are making a lot rear, of comparisons and mclaren yeah. as well for the rear end i was gonna say that rear quarter quarter um intake is very mm-hmm. Ferrari. Um, and yeah, like Lotus is known for this, right? They make really exotic looking cars at a, a much less exotic price tag. So that's really cool. Yeah. I'm not very familiar with this car. This is a cool looking car. Yeah, it's it's exciting. It's exciting. We'll we'll definitely uh, talk be talking more about yeah. it soon once yeah. they hit the road. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah that was is, on my list. This is it's not out yet. It's it's out, but they've had delays okay. basically. So people should have had them deliveries by now, and they don't. Uh, so it's a Lotus thing. Got it. <laughs> Lotus yeah, being yeah. Lotus, just a classic Lotus thing. <laughs> Got it. I, yeah. I'll be curious to see. Yeah, when it comes out, this is really cool. I think that's my that's my big honorable mention. Okay, right on. Yeah, right on. Well, I talked a lot, so why don't you go first? And and okay, I'm trying to rank mine, so you could rank yours too. Um, but yeah, give me uh, your first of three, and we'll kind of go back and forth. Okay, so I think my first and the one that really blew me away when I saw it mm-hmm. and I was just excited by it and something I hadn't seen in so long. And, and I think it's funny because actually it, it, it harkens back to the retro thing that Ooh. we had been talking about. Okay. It is the DiTomasa P72. Ooh. Yes. Yes, I'm about to. I'm, I'm gonna hop on Facebook. I'm gonna send you a photo of this, and for you YouTube watchers, you'll see this. Um, it is so striking, Ooh, you know, and it that. it doesn't it it isn't the same as the old D Tomasa. They didn't just make some. 80s modern D Tomasa. They reimagined it in like a totally different way. Like they took it back to like 60s mm. shapes. Mm-hmm. You know the shapes of like a of Ferrari. What is it, the P330 Ferrari? Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Like yeah, P330. That's exactly what I'm thinking yep. of. It 
those huge like Wheel haunches and, yeah. and that that intake on the side you could put your whole body mm-hmm. in that thing it's massive it just screams yep. exotic and it's got the that whole glass canopy that looks like it's one huge piece that yeah. looks like it's a 1950s like this is the future type deal you know it's that huge piece of glass is so just elegant and that exotic cool to me. Looking. That is really cool looking. Yeah, this this harkens back to a time of Le Mans uh, race car, right? Like mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. Ferrari is from that era. The Ford GT had a similar shape, not as drastic of like the wheel arches, but yes, like Porsche had you know their version of it. Yeah, it's very much. Of that era, the rear end looks crazy too. Yeah, definitely for any anyone listening on on Spotify or on on podcasts without visuals, this segment especially will be helpful to to watch on YouTube because we'll be yeah, we'll be doing yeah, a lot of at B-roll, the very B-roll. least B-roll. at the very least hop on Instagram and get on the Tomasa's yeah D E Tomasa yeah get on their uh, Instagram. Cool it's looking. it's a spectacular car and I it just. It has beautiful, elegant lines. Mm-hmm. It's not overly complex, but mm-hmm. it's still incredibly striking. And that's where I think a lot of modern like hypercars go wrong. They just are so um, just complicated looking and mm-hmm. have so many like contradictory lines and different colors. Very you know, busy. like just busy, busy design. And maybe that's a product of, of crazy aero. And you look at modern F1 car, they kind of look like that mm-hmm. compared to like a early two thousands F1 car. They look very busy, but I don't know. I don't. I don't care if the D, if they didn't think at all about Arrow when they built the D Tomasa because it's it's beautiful. Mm. It's beautiful. And I know we're not talking about engines. I do think it's cool they're using a a Mustang a Coyote engine in it, like what? a highly modified version of Coyote. Because originally the D Tomasa was the Pantera, what yep. had like an American Muscle engine in yep. it. I forget what it had, but it was American Muscle it was and an Italian related, supercar. Right, so to keep that going, I think is awesome, and the Coyote engine's an awesome engine. I mean, mm-hmm. GT three fifty. I mean, it's it's capable of amazing stuff, exotic stuff. So it's it's that's cool. That's that's probably that's my favorite looking car right now. Okay, of the last decade you went numero. So I just started at the top. Okay, I started at the, the top. top. I'll do the same thing then. I'll do the same thing, and we'll get this this uh, this out of the way <laughs> as I continue. This is totally unlike. Uh, this is not me just like forcing this, but it is. It is what it is. It's the Ford GT. I think that's the coolest car for me. Oh, that the I've new GT, the person. new Ford GT, the new Ford GT, and here's why. Like I think in photos, it's it looks good, but I wouldn't say that it was. It's stunning to look at in photos. Mm. But unlike a lot of modern cars that don't look good at all in photos, it still looks good. But when you see that car in person. Those buttresses, those openings, the fact that like you, I've never seen a more pronounced like Coke bottle shape or like teardrop Mm -hmm. shape because of that, that those openings, it's just, it's so cool to look at. And I, I it has amazing road presence. Yeah. It's, it's road presence is is there. Yeah. And I wouldn't necessarily say that it's a beautiful car, but I mean, now we're kind of getting into the semantics. Um, but in terms of a car that I could look at for hours, absolutely, I could look at yeah. that for hours. Like the t- the way the taillights actually have like air flowing through them, and I think it's everything that you want out of a really modern looking hypercar 
without it being overly busy or like absolutely hidden arrow or just assuming oh yeah the, these fiddly bits are because of downforce or something it's like no no, no these like this this was a Le Mans designed car and you can literally see the air where the air would flow around yeah. and yeah quite literally through the car it's yeah so it feels cool. purposeful it feels very purposeful yeah. and I, I like that a, lo- a lot about it yeah it's like you're saying not all not all air design lends itself to beauty yeah but you see the the form over function in the mm-hmm. 4 GT, and, and it's and it and it does look beautiful. It does yeah. have some incredible lines yes. to that, and yeah, those those intakes that just like cut right through there. I mean, it's it's straight out of a race car. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's like you can you you can look through the car. I've never experienced something like that before, where you, you can like literally <laughs> look through th- this portion of car that just it doesn't exist there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's that's wild. Um, so yeah, I, I remember I was able to f- see that car at the summer that it came out. Very lucky, but it came to a, a large cars and coffee that I went to, and it was there. And I, I probably spent like forty five minutes just like looking at that car. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's that's probably my top. Um, that's the top. Okay, it's probably okay. my top. So I continue to be. Uh, uh, yeah, I continued to be a, a Ford, Ford guy, just totally, <laughs> totally <laughs> I, I bought, sold and paid for, uh, Ford guy. No. Um, yeah, it's just, it is what it is. They, yeah. And th- I think this is also in a similar era of the, the Shelby GT350 and 500, as well as the RS. Like these were all within a couple years wow. of each other. The, the great years of yeah. Ford. Yeah. I think you need some more Ford in your uh, driveway. I, yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I do have a focus, <laughs> which is hilarious, from a similar era. So maybe they got me way more than I realize. Um, so yeah, that's probably my top, my top at the moment. Okay. So we've got two very expensive hypercars. <laughs> uh, I'm going to bring it back down okay. to the realm of reality for okay. us. Um, BMW M2, 2016 M2 in uh, Long Beach Blue Metallic. Mm. That car, um, that good looking car. I think that is, I think that is the best looking of the like muscular sedan slash coupes um you know in the in that mm-hmm. class of car mm-hmm. that are our sedans made from coupes and vice versa mm-hmm. 2016 m2 had all the right things i think it was probably the best era of modern bmw design um it has you know aggressive styling it's got fat wheel arches that are poking <laughs> out yeah. um it's just it's it's a muscular looking car and it, it 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 tells you what it is mm-hmm. without being like too wild. Face, it te- yeah. you know it's, it's not like type Civic Type R wild. It it but it tells you what it is and yeah. it's and it's aggressive. And I th- I just think they executed it really well on that gen, better than anyone else has it, in the last decade. See, I like that car a lot. I, I I know and I know a lot of other people like the looks too, but the 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 corners on the front bumper. Like that jowl area, it's just a little busy for me. It's just not like super attractive in that spot. Overall, though, I do think that's a good car. I think it's a good size. Um, but yeah, I, I think it just detracts it from from the car a little bit for me, just a little bit. <laughs> I'm Enough. not. I'm not feeling the love on this thing. 
Ah, well, see, the thing is, I, I do like the car. I like the car. I have friends who, who own the car. Um, it's a, as, as modern BMWs go, great looking car. I know that's not saying much these days. Um, <laughs> I see. But, I think I think is I think is genuinely the best looking era of BMW since the E46. Since the E46. Okay, and I so- honestly, as as much as we all fanboy E46s, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's a better looking car than the E46. Woo, like the okay. E46 is kind of plain in comparison. It is, and a I plainer looking car. I think it's better looking. I'm just going to say Ooh, it. I think it's okay. a better looking car. Okay, let's do this. So, you know? so I was looking at a BMW for my list. It wasn't this car. And it didn't make the list because it's it's outside the 10 years, right? We didn't do the last like official decade. We went just straight 10 years back. So this was like just outside of this. But it was the uh, 1M Coupe, which was almost on my list. And here's why. I like it more than than this car, the M2. It's because basically the 2002 and the E46 had like a love child. It's like mashing those two cars together and and this, Rob. You don't have enough cars this size anymore. It's a small car. It's like <laughs> GT86, like Miata size. Like it is it's a small BMW. It is and it I is little. That. I don't know if it's I Miata size. That. It is a little it's car. Not, it's, it's short. It's short. Yeah. Um yeah. I think they're a little awkward looking though. Like the proportions are a little awkward. Like the they, space between the top of the wheel arch mm-hmm. and the hood is there's just too much space there. Like it, it's okay. the whole thing feels kind of tall, like weirdly so, tall. So I, I hear what you're saying with the tall height wise. If you look at a 2002, you've got those same proportions and it's like, like especially from the, the top of, like the door line up to like the roof line. It's like a modern take of a 2002. And I, <laughs> I know maybe I, maybe my own um, interests here are getting the better of me. I just, I just think it's really cool to have <laughs> that old of a car and see those lines in like a modern car. This is, but this me. is exactly, <laughs> this is exactly what we're trying to get away from this all like, you know, it, I wish it looked as good as this. This is the best version of this old car. That's really the better looking car. You got me. You got me there. Oh, it's not on my man. list officially for, for, uh, but I do love it. I do love the look of it. But yes, you could say even like with the the headlights, you know, maybe a little runny makeup like up with the the headlights. Yeah, those um, those those the but, lights on that gen are are ugly. The way that they curve out like down along the side cute, to like match the bumper. I I it's don't know. It's it's big, weird looking. Bright doe eyes, innocent looking little BMW. It's yeah. I, I, Stop I like living it. the past, Dylan. <laughs> I like it. Okay, okay. So anyway, I yeah, but I obviously didn't choose that car, and I, I think that's a still a good car to choose from. The proportions are there. It's still a better size than you know the the current M3, which is like larger than an old M5. It's, so it's it's good mm. in, in those areas, and I do think size does play a role in these choices too. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, so what's yeah. your next pick? What do you got for us? So trying to have something else that be somewhat attainable, 
I am going with now. There's a specific series of this that I'm going with, or specific trim, but I'm going to go with the Alpha Romeo Giulia, and I'm not going to go with the Quadra Porte or whatever, however you're pronouncing Quadra, that. Quadrafoglia. I'm I'm probably butchering that, but (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with the GTA, which is like Uh, a limited edition. Because this is this is like the M4 comp (laughs) version of the Julia. Yes. And usually I'm not like a big wing person, but I all I can see or I can think of when I see that car is like the old school DTM series, Mm. the old Mercedes and like BMW saloon cars. Again, I'm I'm not actually a big sedan guy. This hits for me. I'm definitely, I'm getting a lot of DTM. I think you hit the the nail on the head with the DTM thing. That is what it it feels like. Again, back to the old cars. all going old cars. The only like modern, like looking car so far is the the Ford GT, which still has lines from the original GT in it. You know, honestly, I'd say that one has probably, yeah, moved. The the, The Ford GT doesn't, I feel like doesn't share that many lines with Mm -hmm. the old four gts so yeah, yeah that's probably the it's most probably. modern one we've had because the yeah. dita masa also is all looking back yeah yeah it is it is 100 percent. but no this I, I remember seeing this car in person for the first time at like a, a traveling auto show just like one of those oem auto shows the julia it wasn't yeah the julia it wasn't um this trim level but like even just seeing that in person like the the standard car in person yeah it's a really pretty car um proportions are right it's not that big it's not like this massive sedan um i'm sure they're not reliable but man they're pretty to look at and it's they got it's got at. a big old evo 9 wing on the back <laughs> like full like evo 9 old sti spec yeah. wang right back there yeah. and trunk mount not mr wing but i'm i love it i think it's that a cool it's a very cool car. and i love the, the front, what they've done with it, sort of the, I, I feel like uh, um, a key component of like an aggressive looking car is that you have lots of like intakes and like open space mm-hmm. in the front. And the way they've like used the carbon fascia in the front of this to like make the already large, you know, it kind of intakes in the front look even bigger by having that negative mm-hmm. space. It's mm-hmm. like, it's very aggressive looking. And then they carry that carbon through some, you know, um, yeah, side sills and all that. And yeah, you've got, you've it's, got the it's Clover cool side badge, like the Alpha, the classic Alpha um, Fender badge. It's just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great alpha Fender cool. badge is, is a classy move. Really cool looking. Yeah, um, and the Fender exits, the Fender uh, yeah. air exits there. Yep. Yeah, just. Ooh, it yeah. also has, oh, this is, oh, okay. Now I'm seeing it even more looking at the rear end because mm-hmm. the front, obviously they've designed new Fenders for the front to stick yep. more meat. But they must have been like, we're not redesigning the rear, like unibody, like you know, mm-hmm. stamped in panels that are part, of, you know, part of the car. So they just put carbon fender flares. Yep. The back wheel is just carbon <laughs> fender flares. Just OEM wide body, baby. That's that's awesome. That's pretty cool. That's pretty. That's pretty like tough right there. Yeah. It's that's yeah, it's, that, all right. That's a cool. That's a good pick. I like that a pick. Mean looking car. Mean looking car. Def, definitely right. better looking than the modern M3 M4, the G8 series. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Definitely agree. Okay, so what is your last pick? Okay, my last pick. 
I think is the best representation of of Ferrari and of just the modern supercar. Um, and that would be the 48 Pista. Okay. Yeah, so 48 Pista, um, not the newest Ferrari mid-engine. It's actually two generations old now that mm-hmm. I think the... I think the F8 will be replaced by the 296 GTB. But, um, yeah, the 48 Pista for me, I think that's a 2019. It is just, it's beautiful lines. It's aggressive. Like, it it looks like a supercar. You're not going to mistake it for anything else. Um, It's got that really, especially on the Pista, that front intake, the -hmm. way that the, the bonnet like just scoops right down so that you can clearly see how like the air goes through the radiator and then back up right out of the car. Like mm-hmm. I love that. Um, and I, I just think that Ferrari has gone an excellent direction with their design. I, I honestly think in the two thousands Ferraris didn't look that great. Like I, I they looked kind of yeah. doughy and soft and bleh, you know, like, yeah. I mean, I know we've talked about that and we I, have, I couldn't agree more. we have like, what is it like a five twelve or something? Like it's a it's a meh looking car. I know a lot of people yeah. love them, but I, honestly, I, I don't I don't really see it. It's like the Ford Taurus era. It's just I, like yeah, I loved Ferraris as a kid. Like I was obsessed. Like Ferraris were like the pinnacle, better than Porsche, better than Lambo. And like in the thousands, I was just like I could care less about any of these cars. Just, I could care less. Yeah, yeah they're kind now of soft this, looking, and I th- yeah, go ahead. It, go ahead. It's aggressive. Like it looks aggressive. It looks like Ferrari. And I think in a way that a lot of their brand, like especially Lamborghini, they've just gone so angular. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. The, the Huracan has looked the same for over a decade. And yep. it is just not beautiful. It's just like a punch in the face, especially yeah. the Venador. The Venador is the punch in the face. It's not like an elegant car, beautiful lines. It's just like. And you could say that about like, you know, Lamborghinis of old to the Countach and all that. But I think there is an era with the Diablo and the Murcielago where Lamborghini was making like a beautiful car with beautiful lines. Mm-hmm. And now now Ferrari is doing a great job of that. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. I, I don't like love this car. Like, I, I'm not going to sit around and like stare at this okay. car like okay. the cars that I have on my list or even some of the cars that you've mentioned. But I will say that this is Ferrari's turning point for me in like their looks department. I'm like, yeah, this is a good looking car, right? Like, okay. I think I think I love the fact that the front does that, that extraction, um, the way that the hood is there. It's 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 more than just like a hood vent. Like, this is a race car technology, like airflow, airflow that you can see and understand. Right? You've got air flowing into the bumper down low flowing up through the hood like that's it's really cool to see that um the rear quarter really great the front end is a little odd like the headlight area it's like ah the rear end looks good okay so like i'm like it's beyond lukewarm for me i'm definitely like yeah this is a good looking car but yeah i i I don't know i'm for ah yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't Put it on like an all-time list for me. I think you but should see one in person. I think I, you got to see one in person. Have you? I have. I have. I have. Um, I, yeah, I guess it's just like, yeah. It's, it's just, it, it doesn't do it for you, you know? It doesn't have the fizz for me. It just doesn't. Different strokes for different folks. <laughs> um, yeah, it doesn't like, 
it didn't have me staring at the car like putting it against the the Ford GT where I I, I quite literally was like around that car for like 45 minutes um because just like so like mind bending to me so that that's a little high of a, a bar but you know I'm not gonna look more than like three times in this car probably okay all like, right so all right all right fair fair um all right hit me with hit me with your last pick okay last pick for me also <laughs> kind of unattainium uh, for either of us um but it is such a classic it, it's a company that makes such classic shapes i think more than what we're ferrari or some of the other cars that we've been talking about you got to find an aston martin that looks good right mm. like they they that's such a classic shape i know ford now bought a lot of the design and kind of like has dumbed it down in some of their recent cars but the dbs super legera is such a great car i think it's kind of like the culmination kind of like what you were saying with the m2 i think it it's a, a culmination of like their best shapes in a, a modern like aston martin like you've got that like low slung long front uh hood the low slung um roof line excuse me and like the long front hood yeah i just think it's like such a cool looking car i, I actually had a Jaguar F-Type on the list beforehand because it's like a similar shape. I'm like, oh yeah, I think the Jaguar F-Type's like you doing know, the best of these shapes. Uh, that's interesting because I, I was looking at this car as well. Yeah. The F-Type, um, all of them because it's got that beautiful coupe long hood look. Yep. And I, I agree. I think this is like the the pinnacle of that modern Aston yeah. Martin design. It, it's, you, it's bold. And I'll put one on screen. That's like red, the red and black combo where it's like a floating, uh, roof. The, the, the roof lines black, the, uh, side mirrors are black and there's some like black wheels and other black accents. I like, that is like such an amazing looking car. I, and I have not seen one of these in person, but I want to see this car in person. Yeah. I want to take some time and like really look. I have it. seen it in person and it is impressive. It, the, nice. the way it, the whole, the whole hood along with the headlights opens up mm -hmm. like forward, like Viper style. Mm -hmm. And Ooh, it cool. is, it, it, it's just so big. It's like the front end mm -hmm. is, is so long. It's such a, it's yeah. such a impressive, beautiful car. Um, I, I think, say, okay. oh, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I will say that this, similar to the Ferrari, I, I wasn't like, you know, tearing the Ferrari apart, but similar to the Ferrari, it's a modern car, but there's not a lot of like fiddly bits again. I think the problem, Rob, we've, we've solved the problem with modern. <laughs> it's, it's the fiddly bits. There's not too many fiddly bits, people like just keep okay, the fiddly bits okay. out of the design. Because, yeah, you've got a big front grille in this car, right? Massive. But it's that's, simple. But it's simple. Which is the Aston, that. that's the Aston Martin yeah. way. Big, yeah. simple grille. Like, I think part of the reason why the new BMW M3 and M5 have been, you know, had such a strong reaction to, aside from the massive kidney grills, is, like, the fact that there's just a lot going on there. Yeah, yeah, like, the lines don't feel cohesive. All, yeah, I'll almost die in a hill. If you were to have like a, uh, if you were to follow the bumper line and split those kidney grills in half, I think you have a really potentially like a, an attractive looking car because it kind of calms everything down a little bit mm -hmm. 
and kind of like simplifies things. Um, I say this as I'm not looking at it one right now, but I've said that before where it's like, just kind of like calm it down a little bit. Let the bumper be there. Like you don't need to race that. <laughs> but anyway, not getting I hear that. Here. I hear that. Um, just going, going back to the long hood thing, the, yeah. um, the Mercedes AMG GT was another one that almost made my mm. list. And not even not even the like the GTR version, mm-hmm. which is pretty busy looking, but just the AMG GT, a beautiful car. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had those we've had those in the shop a few times. Um, I photographed a few. They are, it's just a, an impressive looking car. Every time you see it, you're like, yeah, that nice. that car fucks. You know, it's just that <laughs> it, that massive hood. Like you look at that long yeah. hood, and it cannot yeah. be mistaken for anything else. You're like, that yeah. has an engine in it. Like that has a huge, yeah. aggressive, powerful engine, yeah. and and that speaks volumes. Um, and now we're just it's, gonna go back to the E type. Yeah, I, I was gonna say um, we haven't talked about it, but this is why the old Z's get so much callbacks. Right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. They have those long and, hoods. And yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. sitting on the rear axle. In the way that like a new 400Z doesn't, it's like super stubby. I mean, ever since the 350, so they're like stubby yeah. looking. Yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah. not not helping out. But all right, what cars did we miss? Let us know in the comments. Don't I, I know people aren't afraid to to like to you know correct people on the internet. But yeah, what what other cars should we have considered for this segment? Yeah, let us know, guys. Let us know down below, and um, yeah, I'm sure there's something out there that I'm gonna like think about tonight i'm just <laughs> yeah like, same here i'll be texting you at 1 a.m yep should have thought of this anyway so rob on this edition of fmk i want you to think back close your eyes all right and think back to 2003 right Ooh, we're a little yeah. a little older than you but 2003 for me, this is, yeah i was oh, playing yeah. i was playing football on the street there my you buddies, go. you know. Oh yeah. Um, reading the latest Lego magazine. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> 2003. Yeah, I was probably playing like Sega Smash Pack on the PC. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. And in the dentist's office, I pick up the latest edition of Motor Trend. Oh yeah. And I see uh, a breakdown that probably for me goes down as one of my all-time favorite Motor Trend shootouts, and Ooh. it has nothing to do with a, like hypercars or like uh, there weren't any hypercars at the time, um, any like crazy muscle cars or crazy sports cars. It is a segment of car that feels super attainable for the. I'll just say it now. For the 34-year-old to one day be able to own. This segment, Dylan, one day I'm going to be able to own a car in this segment. And I'm going to remove a car because it was a four-car shootout. But, I, uh, Rob, I'm going to send you the, the – actually, it's a car and driver, not Motor Trend. The car and driver that I found way back when waiting for potentially a cab. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, at the dentist's office. Actually, I, I only had one cavity when I was a kid. It might have been that time. <laughs> um, but it, this is a shootout of high-performance, compact cars. Cars that are attainable for anybody to own. And this we're talking about your Nissan Sentra Spec Ooh. V, your Mazda Protégé, 
and your or, or your your Mazda Mazda Speed protege and your Ford Focus SVT. We're going to yes. focus on those three cars and there's a specific reason why. The fourth car in the shootout was the Dodge Neon SRT4. Yes. Uh spoiler alert. Dude, the the Neon won. The Neon won the comparison test. Oh, that thing was a beast. It was awesome. And this continued on. Um, I, I kind of followed this at the time. This is also uh, a couple years later. This is when the Cobalt SS came out. I don't know. It just seemed like every car company had a cool, attainable, like, hot version of their cheap people mover. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The Neon was a cheap people mover. <laughs> incredibly yes, cheap yes it was um but i am not gonna go with the neon and the reason is believe it or not the focus the uh, the, the yeah the, the focus the uh the centra and the protege are all within like five horsepower of each other <laughs> and they're all within like like I think it's like ten pounds of each other. The, the, basically, like the specs of this almost look identical. Oh, okay. From like a okay. power standpoint, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll run through them each. Well, that um, that is a shame because I I love the SRT four. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it also like it it dominates the spec sheet. Yeah. Of the of oh the, yeah the in four. this lineup absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, because because the other three the the three that we're going through. They're all NA four-cylinder cars. Wow, like even they're the very Mazda similar. Speed Protégé, I could have swore that was Protégé. a turbo car. Yeah. No, it's it's, it's NA uh, four it's NA, liter. Yeah. yeah. So let four me cylinder. run through the specs, and and I'll also go through the. I'm going to use all the same link here. The car and driver link run into the same colors. So I'll start with the <laughs> Nissan Sentra spec V. I almost bought one of these cars. It's going to be in yellow. Mm-hmm. And some quick specs on this car. We're talking about 175 horsepower out of a four-cylinder. Six speed. That's that's kind of big for the time. A six yeah, speed. Six speed. Nice. These are all gonna be sticks as well. Uh twenty eight hundred pounds dead. Zero to sixty in seven point three seconds. These are all gonna be really close. Uh and quarter mile in fifteen point six. So yeah. Oh yeah. So that's the that's the Nissan. Yep. Then we got the Mazda protege in like this cool orange color. I'll put one up on screen here. Uh, again, yeah, it is. It's NA again, so it's 170 horsepower, four cylinder, five speed. So it's not a six speed, five speed. And as opposed to 2,800 pounds dead, it's 2,820. <laughs> so it's 20 pounds heavier. Um, zero to 60 is 7.1. So it's a little quicker to 60, but it, I think it's a little slow in the quarter. It's 15.6 in the quarter. What was the Nissan? Nissan was 15.6. Never mind. Dead heat so far. Okay. That brings us to the Focus. Now, I'm not going to go with the two-door. I'm going to stick with what they did in the car and driver. Okay. With the four-door, because I also think the two-door is a little bit of a cheat. I think the two-door is a really (laughs) good-looking car. I think the four-door is not the best-looking car. You're ruining the Focus. You're ruining the Focus for me. I'm a Ford guy. I got to, like, make it hard for me to choose this car. I think going with the sedan in what they did, the breakdown. Not not a sedan. It's still a hatch, but going with the four-door as opposed to the two-door is the move. Um, And this, again, is 
170 horsepower, <laughs> four-cylinder, six-speed manual at 2860. So it, they're within 60 pounds wow. yeah, of each that is, other. That segment is so close. That's nuts. <laughs> so close. That's nuts. Um, this is the slowest of the three, 0 to 60 in 7.7 seconds, and it does the quarter mile in 15.9, so just under 16 seconds. So definitely the slowest of the three, yeah. but, I mean, spec-wise, yeah, we're right on top of each other. Oh, man, this, this, is, a tight, this is a tight lineup, tight yeah. lineup, and you've ruined the Ford for me, which is making <laughs> it tough, even tougher. So first, I just want to say I have an almost exact same memory, but it's from a 2006 article of uh, Road and Track, I believe, where they did the, was it Mark VI GTI, Mm -hmm. uh, when they redesigned the GTI, Mm -hmm. the 8th Gen Civic SI, and the uh, Mini Cooper S John Cooper Works Edition. And they had the three as a shootout, and I read that article a thousand times over (laughs) and eventually got that exact Mini Cooper and then like went back to go look at the article. Like it Yeah. That's cool. So I have a very similar memory of of a shootout just like this of the economy cars. Okay. Right on. I my first car was an O3 SVT focus. Um, That's right. And it was a way, way better spec than this hunk of junk. It was it was <laughs> bl- sonic blue, two-door with the European appearance package. So it had like the 10-spoke graphite color wheels. It had the mm-hmm. Recaro seats, had a block heater. Whoa. And the seats were heated, too. Whoa. Yeah. 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 Um, so now, now, if you told me I could have that, that would, that would be the Mary, because I, I always oh, yeah. have loved that car. I still go and try and see if there's one out there i could get again because i want that exact spec car again i Mm. love that thing yeah i I totaled it um i was 17 (laughs) i totaled it i was gonna ask yeah (laughs) (laughs) um all right so i i I do love the focus i remember it being such a great car it handled Mm -hmm. so well Mm -hmm. i like the focus then you got the protege which I have never heard good things about, and you never see. You never see. Actually, you don't see. Never you don't see proteges. You don't. You don't see Mazda speed proteges at all, and you mm-hmm. don't see SCRs at all. Probably both mm-hmm. because they're junk. <laughs> um, I have a friend with an SCR spec fee. I think it's this year as well, and it is always broken. Always broken. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Although I do kind of the like them. View. I always thought the spec view was cool, and in those nice. magazines back in the day. Nis, um, Nissan would have those bl- those ads and be a black background with yep. like a gray SCR spec V and they'd be like they'd be they'd have had Nismo at the bottom and it'd be about all the Nismo parts you could get for your mm. spec V and it'd be like these mm-hmm. cool wheels and some massive titanium exhaust tip you know or yep. like cat yep. back you could get for it and I was like oh it's you know it's like a GTR <laughs> and I always saw those and was like, Nismo is the coolest aftermarket company. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. God, I have to choose now. Um, well, here's while, while you're deliberating, I did some other side homework just out of curiosity. Okay. Okay. Because half of the interest of, you know, Dylan in 03 was realistically owning one of these cars i'm wondering does it stack up does this car still exist now the first thing that comes to mind is um hyundai uh elantra n 
right? That that's like the the cheap car that's really fast that's yes. kind of blowing up everybody else's spot. Oh, it absolutely. Uh, any any modern hatches destroy <laughs> these cars. Oh yeah, no 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 for sure no no. What I'm saying is, like, does that price? Oh okay. In terms of like inflation and stuff. Okay correct. okay. Hit me hit me. What do we yes. got? So what I did, and I, I I don't have all the exact numbers in front of me, but what I did of the three, the most expensive of the three, and they were all within like a couple thousand dollars of each other. The most expensive of the three was the SVT, the Focus. Mm. And the focus as rated was uh, just over $21,000. Okay. And yeah. adjusted for inflation, I believe that $21,000 in 03 would be roughly around $35,000 of today. Wow. And that puts you squarely on the money wow. for, yeah, a, 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 um, a Hyundai. Huh. Um, you know what? Elantra N. We all bitch and moan that like hot hashes shouldn't be thirty five grand. Yeah, but apparently that's right on par with inflation. Uh, yeah, you, you know, like I, I yeah, I always thought GTIs, SIs, they should all be twenty two, twenty three, twenty four, twenty five yeah. grand. Like, and now they're not. Now they're thirty, thirty five. But I mean, heck, I mean, a new SI is just under thirty. Yeah, uh, and yeah. like the the protege was twenty five so it's like twenty thousand five hundred dollars oh, wow. prices tested um and then the um Nissan was nineteen so like um those were the numbers in in o three so yeah you're talking about between a a, a thirty to a thirty five thousand dollar car of today and yeah I'm, Man, I'm I could not I couldn't imagine spending that made. much money on one of these oh my god I know that'd be horrific okay so just 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 something interesting to note i know it's probably not going to weigh any bearing because again these cars are like within a thousand or so dollars like fifteen hundred dollars of each other so we're still like on top of each other for that so anyway i digress um i'll let you start deliberating here okay i i i am ready i am ready okay let's hear it kill the protege Okay, the Mazda protege has here. never been interesting to me. Okay, and I, and also now I'm dying to know what is the turbo protege. Like I swear mm-hmm. there's a turbo protege. I need to know, but yeah, this NA protege not doing anything for me. Um, I'm I'm marrying the SVT. Um, you, you've killed it with the spec. You've diluted it with the rear doors, but I know it's a good car. I know it's a fun car. I think that engine was pretty reliable with well, like Z-Tech engine. I think it was. What does that say on the oh my valve gosh. cover? Um, You're not going to hold on. Oh, okay. Hold on. I need to re, re uh, reinstate uh, some things here. Oh, dude, that that protege that's turbocharged. How embarrassing. For, yes, embarrassing for me. <laughs> but I'm looking at this seeing 170 horsepower and they didn't they don't have it broken down in the specs of like the breakdown of the engine here. I had to like go into the article and I was just like, yeah, just double checking. Dude, it's turbocharged. I can it, see the turbo in the engine bay photo. It's in the, it's in the engine bay photo, too. <laughs> How is that? How are they only getting 170 horsepower? Oh man, that must have been such a horrible liter. implementation of like oh, of turbocharging. I, okay, so I'll call it's myself It's like it's out. like the old Mazda Speed Miata. It's like from that yeah. same era where like the the technology was was bad. <laughs> that oh my gosh, this how 
yeah like they <laughs> and, have... and dodge and dodge was getting way more out of theirs <laughs> yeah yeah uh okay that's interesting so anyway you're killing the, you definitely need to kill that mazda speed now yeah that is no, embarrassing. I, i'm still the turboing just means that it's gonna blow up i also yeah. had a friend with a turbo protege with a protege and it blew up i, I think it blew up <laughs> twice on him so I'm good okay. on that. I'm okay. no protege for me. And the focus is getting the Mary because okay. I know it's a good car. It's fun to drive. Um, the, I love that the engine behaves great. It's like one of those ones that just like it, it rewards you from climbing the power bands. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like peaky and it, it, it gets more power as you climb up. It's a six mm-hmm. speed. That's a fun car. Four doors going to be very practical. I remember the trunk, even my two door, you put the back seats down and it was like those older cars where there's no like hump to get into the flat of the trunk area. It was just like totally flat. I mean, you could fit a lot back there, like tons, <laughs> way more than any yeah. like newer car, I think, because like crash safety stuff or something. But yeah, very practical. I like it. Um, and we're getting the uh, the one wild ride to uh, the SCR Spec V, just because yeah. I it's I just I always want to know what it was know what it was like. Yeah, you know, it was always just cool it. to me. It was a cool car. I remember also sport compact car had mm-hmm. a project car Spec V that I always mm-hmm. thought looked so cool. Yeah. Like it was it was it was such a cool. I such remember a cool like one. growing up and and seeing these like in parking lots and just like wondering like what I came really close to buying one too. Um, and yeah, to, to jump in here and, and give you what I would choose. I'm going with the exact choice where really? we have the same exact choices. And, and I was probably a bit more affected than you with the protege being turbo. Cause I'm like, ah, I'm curious. I just, maybe that's like my one off car, but like the fact that they didn't get any more horsepower than these other two competitors that are NA? That is ridiculous. That you is could ridiculous. say you could say it would be fun because like it's old turbo power, so you get like a little that peaky behavior, yeah. that lag. But it doesn't even make any power. You're not even going to feel the turbo come on. Like half of my assumption of that was it wasn't in the in the breakdown specs. But yes, but it's it's this, literally the same exact speed as the x as the spec v that's na that is so embarrassing that car deserves to be killed it 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 does oh my god and and by making the the focus four doors yeah it was definitely a little harder for me it is not the euro spec it's not like that car could be a lot cooler but it's a hatch The, the if i'm like being honest yeah i want that car over a sedan to own just because you can fit a lot more stuff in there. And yeah, the spec V for me is like that, yeah, like that girl I used to know. Like, what if? What if what if I had pulled the trigger and bought that car? What would have happened? What I had totally <laughs> probably would have been totaled. <laughs> I probably, probably would have ended up having yeah, that one yeah. wild ride with the spec V. Yes. <laughs> at like, you know, the 20 something. <laughs> I am not even 20 yet. Um, when I was looking to buy that car. Yeah, that, that car would have ended up in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, okay, this is this is nuts. That spec V in their test didn't have yeah. anti-lock brakes. They were optional. <laughs> yeah. One in 2003, it's all, it's all the test subject's lack of optional anti-lock brakes, $750, <laughs> um, stretched the stopping distance to 192 feet. <laughs> Which is probably yeah. worse than any, literally any car in the market today. 
Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, that's too fun. And I used to see those a lot growing up. Of of these three cars, I saw the Spec V the most. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. As I got older, the SVTs hung around. It seemed like they ended up in like yeah. enthusiast hands. I think more. the SVTs lasted the longest and all the SRT fours yeah. rusted out immediately and just got like blown up because you would just like throw tons of boost yeah. at them. And the only ones that are remaining are like drag setups with like massive front radials <laughs> and like on the front. skinny yeah. tiny little tires and are running i would with, like, still love an srt4 i mean yeah. you can i i look you can you can pick one up that is pretty clean for a reasonable price i think they're the hidden gem of the modern <laughs> car market like the way that type r's are like crazy money now i think one day srt4s are gonna shoot up Ooh, i'm i i'm wondering the same about a cobalt SS. No, no, yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely, absolutely not. not. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is t- no. topic for another time. Topic for another the time. Cobalt. Oh, topic for another time. I, I have a lot to talk about here. I oh. remember head to head here. But before <laughs> we go get into the next topic, what do you guys think? Comment down below. Let us know. Uh, cobalt all day. Oh. <laughs> Dylan Hyundai last year <laughs> yep. released the uh, the N Vision seventy four concept. Do you remember this? Oh, how could I forget? Broke yeah. the internet. Yeah, broke the internet. Super eighties <laughs> like oh, yeah. retro DeLorean um, vibes. DeLorean vibes. Super cool. Everyone's awesome. like, "This thing is sweet. Like mm-hmm. it is. It is the you know total rendered vision of of." you know, any clickbait article. It's, it's oh, yeah. awesome. Um, so of course, you know, no one, no one ever expected this thing to be made. Everyone said, Oh, we absolutely oh, love it. Not. We'd love to see it yeah. made, but no one actually expects this thing to be made. Especially for me. Like it was the, the powertrain that was like, Oh yeah. Not yeah. Happening. Yeah. It had, it was, um, hydrogen, hydrogen. It had a hydrogen battery. Um, yeah. so, like, no so yeah, no one's making a hydrogen laughable, car. laughable, great looking car, broke the internet, but and just a month ago, um, or less than a month ago, there are reports that Hyundai is in fact going to put this car into production or yeah. a version of this car. Mm-hmm. And so many news outlets reported that on the 27th, um, so May 27th, there is going to be a Hyundai pony day. And Mm -hmm. they were going to um, release the car, basically, or at Mm -hmm. least, you know, the production version of the of the concept car. Mm -hmm. And it it didn't happen. As far as I can tell, it did not happen. Literally, this was on our radar. We we, we talked about we had talked about talking about this car (laughs) (laughs) uh, about a month ago. But um, but the goal was to hold off until after Pony Day. Let's uh, right. Let's, we wanted let's, to let's see the release. This. We wanted let's to wait the for the release, and then we're yeah. going to talk about it because we knew it was yeah. going to be awesome or interesting, no matter what. Yeah, we're trying to keep this as like a news topic, you know, more like what's going on. But what's going on, Rob? Is nothing's going on. Yeah, we're just speculating. <laughs> That's what's going on. They yeah. forced us. We didn't want to speculate, folks. They forced nope. us to speculate. This is on them. <laughs> so. Here's where I'm at on the Envision, right? Yeah. Where are you at? Um, it, it was. It had hydrogen fuel cell Mm -hmm. um and it was like hydrogen fuel cell part electric hybrid i mean hydrogen fuel cells are just the way of getting you know 
holding electricity in a compact form. So I figure, yeah, it's going to be a full plug-in electric car, not even hybrid, just full plug-in electric ground up, you know, um, probably a ground up design or maybe related to the Kia Stinger, you know, and chassis, but, um, obviously a major redesign to put all those batteries in there. Um, but what is exciting is that it could seem plausible that it would keep the rest of the powertrain. So it's 670 horsepower rear wheel drive sports car is what they lauded it as. Um, it's got dual rear motors with uh, a virtual differential is what they call it. So each motor can spin independently of each other back there. Okay. So all the power, you know, I guess three, what would that be? 300 and... 85 horsepower on each motor independent totally independently controllable on each rear wheel um I mean, it sounds pretty sweet it, it sounds, sounds it sounds pretty sweet sounds like a really fun electric car it that does. would be affordable because hyundai's making it. it does um that that's my guess that's my guess that's my best case that's my best case and best case it looks something remotely kind of like this concept yeah here's my here's where i stand on the car um Love the look. Absolutely love the look. Um, Hyundai lately has been killing it in many different departments, but for something like this, the Ionic Q, uh, Q5 is what I would look to in terms of like an electric car that's being successful. They have the powertrain to deliver a non-gas car that is successful. Um, if you told me that it was just an electric car and took out the hydrogen, I would be getting very excited right now. But the fact that hydrogen was tied to this car, even if it is just, a, you know, like you're saying, a way to store the, the electricity, has me very concerned in terms of, maybe not concerned, has me very skeptical as if this is actually going to come to market and, and, and make it a, a, a real thing. Like if they just said, yeah, this is essentially... a. a technology we already have whether it's electric i mean that that's what they're the whole pitch they were pitching this in another car another car concept um about being alternative um, um uh, powertrains but if if it wasn't maybe they had you know the same engine set up as your veloster but turned up to 11 i'd accept that too yeah and it, but that's not how it was pitched right it was pitched as like this alternative so you you don't think it's going to happen at all i We'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> that is, that's the best way to put it. Cause I'm, I like the thought of hydrogen. I know we've talked about this before. I mean, aside from Hindenburg and like the whole, you know, balloon blowing <laughs> up thing, it does seem to make a lot of sense in terms of the way that that process works as a fuel. Right. The way we refuel and be like instantaneous yeah. refuels, and just like gasoline yes. and you have yeah. a much higher energy density. So yes. lighter batteries, basically lighter fuel yeah. cells. Yeah. It just, those things make sense, but there hasn't been as much development technology wise like there has with just electric yeah. cars. Well, there's no infrastructure. Sort of there's like absolutely yeah, no too. infrastructure. Yeah, you, the only too. place you can own a hydrogen car that I'm aware of California. is in California. California. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that's it. So even if they were to come out with it, I have, I, yes, I have a lot of concerns with this. I love the look of it. I like if, if they just put in just some, just your Veloster engine, that four cylinder turbo and, turn the boost up to like 35 <laughs> PSI. 
I, they'd have a successful car on their hands. I oh, feel absolutely. Like. That'd be like awesome. That. That'd be awesome. I, it's for me. All my excitement is about the look of that car. And I know for me, it screams DeLorean, but it actually is based on a concept car from like the seventies of theirs. And it is very similar. It's a wedge. Yeah. For like from that era. Um, and it, it does call back to that a lot, but that's really for me, I think what, got people excited it wasn't the fact that it was linked to hydrogen or this alternative fuel source or whatnot it's that yeah look at that car and that looking like that 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 look totally bodes well for electric like a lot of these electric cars that are designed to look futuristic and look blah blah blah, they look crappy i think they're getting better as of recent um, especially like with Tesla kind of leading the way with that, looking a little bit more like a normal car. The Golf E is kind of like the best example of that. But if you made a car that looked like a DeLorean <laughs> and, and, and said it was electric, that's sick. It's like well, leaning I think, into it. I think electricity does have like some exciting prospects for car design because I like, I think electric cars should look different than mm. gasoline cars because you don't have all those requirements of fitting an engine in a certain yep. place in the car of having yep. cooling points in a certain place of the car. Yep. Like yep. you can, you can change a lot of stuff because you don't have those limitations anymore. Those constraints. Yep. That's so I think, true. yeah, you could end up with some really different, interesting looking stuff. Um, you don't need any, coming out of nowhere that. near as many heat exchangers for a yeah. electric car. Yeah. Like you still need some, right? You still need, yeah, you still have some like, to, to have a, a heater, there's going to be a heat exchanger at some point on, like, the inside of the car, somewhere inside. Um, AC, like, some power steering potentially. So depending upon the situation, you're still going to have some stuff, but you're not going to have anywhere near the sort of requirements that you would otherwise. So, yeah, you have a lot of grills, like fake grills on electric cars. <laughs> Sears even commented about that, where it's like, oh, yeah, like, these cars are just kind of fake in it. Oh, yeah. The situation, oh, yeah. whereas... To bring up Hyundai again, that <clears throat> the uh, um, the Ionic no no the Ionic Five like uh -huh. it, that doesn't have the, as much of like an opening in the front and it's mm. not like a fake mm. grill yeah but it's like yeah oh look at Tesla's designer. I mean Tesla's have like nothing up there nothing up there yeah you know um, yeah. that too yeah ho hopefully hyundai hopefully does, hyundai does something with this they did i did see that they brought the envision to mm -hmm. the concourse de elegance uh like in italy or something like that um so it got shown what? at this prestigious car event okay um, i was about to ask what is that yeah it's yeah it's like it's just like it's a car show for rich people um <laughs> gotcha. yeah it's a car show for rich people. It, you know, it's a it's a concourse. Yeah, um, named appropriately. That's yeah. exactly what it sounds like. Okay. So you know, it, they've got artists there, and it's at some yeah. villa, and you, know, you got to pay a lot of yeah. money to be there. But you know, they brought it there. They brought it out. I believe they drove it there, um, or not there, but while it was yeah. there, it was moving under its own power. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they had the car in the hands of like car reviewers. I. I pretty sure road and track like drove the thing or at least rode in it while a hyundai driver is driving it so i mean you know like they had a running functioning car um so yeah i mean they seem to still be pushing it out there i mean something's gonna happen <laughs> whether it's what we want to happen but something is going to happen <laughs> i want 
something to happen with this car. <laughs> it just it looks too cool for nothing to happen to it. E- even if it ends up becoming something that isn't realistic for me to own, it's, <sighs> this shape needs to go into production. Like this needs to be produced. It's too cool not to. Yeah, I'm just I'm looking at the photos again. Like it's just too it cool. It is. It shape. is such a beautiful car. It is so cool. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I, yeah. I, th- yeah, I think, and yeah, it's, I haven't seen a concept capture the imagination, the attention like this Envision has in, that I can think of. Like, no, was no, I don't. Time, a, a concept. A like concept car. Really? Yeah. And, uh, people just don't like care too much about concept cars. I feel like nowadays. And because you also have the internet absolutely littered with renders of theoretical mm. cars that just look like concept cars, you know, that um, might be why that there's such an allure with this car. It looks just like that. It looks well, like, yeah, it looks sick rendering, right? It looks like a sick rendering that never would have been never made. Would, yeah, like, exactly. no, like, like an auto manufacturer wouldn't even like think about it. Yeah. Um, but Hyundai did it. And I think, I think what people love is like, this is clearly what's popular right now. Resto mods are popular. The eighties mm-hmm. are popular. Stranger things, mm-hmm. E30 prices, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And Hyundai just looked at <laughs> pop culture and was like, let's make a car based off of pop culture and pop car culture. Yeah. And they did an amazing job. I mean, even down to the turbo fans, it's got turbo fans on the front it's and the back. Turbo fans. Probably for no reason, but turbo fans are really popular right now people are throwing them on their on their like you know slammed cars because they look cool Mm -hmm. because they harken Mm -hmm. back to a different time that's pop you know and they nailed it dude it's got the um uh the the rear louvers too yeah it's got the louvers the louvers dude it's got these sweet taillights that look like like an 80s like led or you know diode display or whatever yeah um it's too cool of a design to go to waste. I really want something to happen with it. And that's why I'm like desperately saying just even throw like a freaking gas engine in it. Like, I don't care. Like, just get <laughs> get that off of my phone and in front of me at a Cars and Coffee. And it's going to make that list, that top 10 list. It's going to dominate the Ford GT. It's going to destroy <laughs> anything of the past decade in terms of looks. Like, there is nothing... That's going to come close to that. Yeah, yeah, um, it would it would definitely go down in the books if they could get that thing in the production. Yeah, yeah, I think that's actually funny. I, I wasn't really uh, attempting to relate back to that, our initial segment on, on today's podcast, but, like, that's 100%. That would dominate the list. I would cross out the other two, Yeah, I would just have that three times. Like, it's just, it's just <laughs> this is the car. This is wow. the shape Big that I want to look at. I, you know what, Sierra, we're going to, we're going to downsize everything. I have no more hobbies. Um, I'm selling the Miata. I'm selling, I'm not driving car any, ever again. I work from home. We're, we're buying. <laughs> and the home is the Envision. <laughs> yeah. The, we're yeah. selling our home. We're, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hyundai, we, if you're listening, <laughs> come on, come on. Dylan's going to get one. Oh yeah. That's I, how, <laughs> that's how I thought when Hyundai was whispering about um, the mid-engine hatchback Mm-hmm. Veloster. I think it was an yeah. i30N or something, but it was a mid-engine hatchback with the DCT. I think it was what they were testing their new DCT in, and they had one that they were driving around and ripping around mm-hmm. and, and giving to um, car magazines to drive on yep. track. 
and it was nuts. And they were they were seriously talking about making it. And I was like, if they make this, I'm I'm going to have to buy one. <laughs> like I've been in love with mid engine hatchbacks my whole life. I yeah. have to buy one. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. And see, I I feel that way about the shape and the look, but I I have my reservations about yeah the drivetrain because it it that's that's my my one caveat with this whole situation. So. I want to see it happen. I want to see it be successful. If it is, you know, this hydrogen aspect to it, let's hope it, it works well. Um, it's not something I probably would, you know, sell a kidney for because um, of that. But I, I, yeah, I'm waiting with bated breath. I really am. Hopefully we have a follow-up to this news in a future podcast that's positive about like, hey, this, this, this is it. Or it's going to be like the Supra and... They come out with a, a lame duck version of their concept. <sighs> Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm not super strong one way or the other with the Supra, but it is nowhere near as cool as its concept. I guess no. it's the last like concept car that I remember hearing and talking about was you know, the Supra really concept. I what that looks like. Dude, it's a great looking car. Really cool. There's elements to it that made it in to the actual um car but the concept was like just way more aggressive looking when was that 2019 that the concept was released or fr1 i think it was called oh okay t1 yeah oh was it fr1 concept okay yeah yeah, I actually, I mean, I see a lot of the design language come through. It's, it's just there. like the FR1 looks like a supercar, mm-hmm. but they needed to build a regular car. Yeah. <laughs> the FR1 looks like something that would compete with a Lexus LFA. Yes, very much so. So it's like, is it going to get that kind of treatment? And if it does, I don't know. It might not be as drastic because honestly, going back to that our earlier segment, it's super simple. It's a wedge. There's yeah. not a whole lot to it. Yeah, I, right? uh, I don't. I, the front end doesn't look crash safety. Uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> which, I don't know if they can. Which make one are we it. talking about? The 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 Envision. The oh, Envision. Yeah, I think yeah. that I think the corners on the front hood or something. I don't know. I just feel like that whole shape is outlawed at this point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you, you're like ah, I can't that do that. Is, that looks there's too a lot good. of rot now. Like, they, they, this that's too low. The pedestrians, the ankles. It's an ankle biter. It's, it's no, an no, ankle no, biter. No. no, yeah, we can't have beautiful things anymore. I just feel like that. Yeah, but it's there, so I don't know. Like. Is the front end a little taller than it looks like in photos, but the proportions are still... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. All it's right, just Hyundai, just make, just make the dang car already. Yeah. Yeah. If that shape goes into production, though, my God. <laughs> my God. God help us. God help Dylan. <laughs> He's going to need it. Seriously, I might end up with a hydrogen car. I'm not buying it for that reason at all. I just I want that shit. You need a whole refinery in your Listen, backyard. I, I've driven I've driven the DeLorean. I know what those cars are like and it, it's it's interesting. That's a topic for another time. It was a V8 <laughs> DeLorean. It was really interesting. Um was not a modern car at all. Mm-mm. It's not a car. It's not a car to drive at all. But man, what a shape. What a shape. <laughs> what a shape. What a shape. What a shape. Uh, all right. So yeah, Hyundai, what are you going to do? It's your move. Your move, bud. Do you guys you guys think um you guys think they're going to make it? You guys think they're going to make anything that looks like this? 
Or is this just some crazy... Just a pipe four, dream. 4D Korean executive, move. you know? Yeah, 4D chess move marketing ploy to get people <laughs> like me all riled up and nostalgic for uh, a wedge. It's <laughs> a cruel thing. It's a cruel thing. Uh, time will tell. Well, thanks for listening today, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Of course, you can always check us out on all the platforms, Spotify, um, iTunes, YouTube, Pocket Cast, right? So You got it. Yeah, stay tuned. More to come. And thanks for listening. See you next week. <laughs>